morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Excited to spend some time with you guys today. It is a Friday. It is beautiful out. It's going to be like in the high 80s this weekend here in Maine. So it's going to be Ada's first beach day, either Saturday or Sunday. Ah, oh, dude, it's Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be slammed. Ugh. Ah, I didn't think about that. You know, I just have a general distaste for crowds. But anyways, I want to take her to the beach for the first time. So funny thinking about how she's about to have, over the next couple of years, so many firsts. So, like, first beach day, first big body of water, first. You know, there's been so many different firsts that are going to be coming on the horizon here over the next couple of years and even months of her life. And I'm just so excited for them. That's one of the more... It's uh, it's really cool to think about as a parent all the first that you're going to share with with your child. Things that we just take for granted because we've been there, done that a million times. To them, are going to be a whole new experience. To her, is going to be a completely new, un untouched experience for her. So I'm very excited uh, for that. I'm not going to say his name just yet uh, because we don't have a date solidified. As soon as we get a date solidified and a channel. Uh, I will let you know, but there's a gentleman on uh, Instagram that reached out to me, just did a little research on me, saw a lot of things that he liked, saw a lot of things he had questions about. Uh, he's on, he, he runs a podcast on uh, masculinity, basically, and he's got one and a half million, one and a half million Instagram followers. Uh, his podcast is huge, and he has invited me onto his podcast as a guest, so... I will let you guys know. It's going to be sometime next week. I will let you guys know where to tune in, how to tune in. Uh, but that should be very exciting. We're going to sit down. We're going to chop it up probably over Zoom. Um, and uh, very excited for that. Very excited for that. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But he, you know, he's a pretty big name. He's done some really, really incredible things. He's, uh, he's overcome some very major major obstacles that literally would have killed, like when I say killed, would have killed most people. Um, so I'm very excited for that. So I'll keep you guys updated. And, uh, you know, staying in the sphere of uh, masculinity, that's one thing I talked about yesterday on my Instagram story. A couple things I want to talk to you guys about in more depth. You know, first, it's, it is, it's inherently masculine to have a deep appreciation for beauty. It's inherently masculine to have a deep appreciation for beauty. Both beauty and art and architecture, music, and obviously women, nature, beauty and animals, part of nature, I suppose. We, society has brainwashed us as a collective into believing, collectively, that somehow being physically strong and having physical prowess and having a deep-rooted sense of what is beautiful and intelligence are all somehow the three of these things mutually exclusive. In other words, you can only have one and not the other, which is absurd. And it's the farthest thing from the truth. And we've been, you know, it's we've portrayed strong men as these mindless brutes for so long, and I talked about this before on a previous episode, that I never had shots taken at my intelligence until I got big. Never. And 
it's always some woman. You know what I mean? It's always some septum pierced, overly eye-lined, just fat, gross woman. Every time. But, you know, it's... Or some pencil-necked dude. It's either some fat feminist or it's a pencil-necked dude. Just that... You know, roid rage, roid head. It's like, I'm not even... I think it's so flattering when somebody says that I'm on steroids. That's the most flattering compliment I could get. It is. It's the most flattering compliment I could possibly get. I'm on a little bit of test. I'm on like 175 a week. Roided out is like 600 to 1,000 a week. So, it's just... But anyways, um, it's just ridiculous how how, how society... Uh, and, it, and it's... They're smart because they... What have they done by doing this? Number one, they've made young men not want to be physically strong. Because they don't want to get called stupid. Uh, but number two, it's also shaped society's perspective of strong men to make them believe that they're stupid. We shouldn't listen to the big guy. He's an idiot. You know, you know what I mean? And anybody close enough to me knows that You know, one of the things I'm most proud of, one of the gifts that God gave me was a high level of intelligence. And God willing, I keep it to the end of my life because the scariest thing for me is losing my mind. You know, that's, that's at the top of my list of my worst fears. Um, or damaging it or something like that that scares me more than anything else. Other than, you know, losing my salvation, obviously. But men should have a deep-rooted sense of appreciation for beauty. The reason why I say this is when you look around, beauty is being attacked and eroded. Architecture now is soulless. It's completely and utterly soulless. Our cities are dirty, gray, Nasty. The structures, again, are just soulless and uninspired. Like I was saying, one of my good friends, Nate, is in Romania right now, which is very Eastern Orthodox Christianity. Still very, like, 99% of the population is Christian. Very, very traditional. And everything I've seen from Romania is beautiful. From the architecture to the art to the food... You come to America and you get McDonald's and a, a stone building. And even McDonald's now is gray. They literally rebranded to be gray. It's like, how more dystopian can you possibly get? Here, come get your sludge toenail cockroach burger from a jail. It's like, it's very clear what's being done. So you look at us architecturally here in the United, don't get me wrong, there's some beautiful structures in the U.S., but they weren't built anytime recently. Anything modernized is depraved. We look at architecture, we look at art now. I've seen various uh, modern art installations and they're ridiculous. Ridiculous. You look at the statue of David by Michelangelo and then this, there's this modern, it was called... Uh, I don't remember what it was called. It went viral on TikTok for a little bit, but it was like these flight attendants that got up in like these reverse hold, like where you would go to a gynecologist and put stirrups, like reverse, like face down with like their legs spread, their butt up in the air, and they just sat there in these things. And it was, that was the art installation. That's modern art. 
I don't use this word a lot, but these people are retarded. <laughs> and it's it's the most pretentious group of people. They're so pseudo-educated and so full of themselves that they will all stand around and look at this girl with her rump up in the air in a flight attendant's uniform and a reverse gynecologist stirrup. And, oh, yes, yes, quite. I can see the artist. Uh, is in my interpretation is that I want to punch you right in your neck repeatedly. It's, I, it's the stupidest. And that's just one example. That's just one. You know, they got other art installations where it's like dudes walking around with giant poles where their penises are, banging them into metal poles. Like, this is this modern art. We look at the beauty standards. Look at Calvin Klein's ads over the last 20 years. Used to be these beautiful fit models that probably worked and sacrificed so hard to sculpt the body that's on this billboard. And now... It's some fat girl. It's some fat slob. And not even just a little chubby. Obese. Obese. And it would be one thing if it was a marketing strategy uh, to appeal to the fact that most people are fat asses. That's completely because they are. I understand you got to make more big clothes because everybody's fat. Right? However... They don't stop there. It's like, this is the new beauty standard. This is beautiful. There is nothing beautiful about all the fatty buildup around your organs like your heart. There is nothing beautiful about not being able to walk up a flight of stairs. There is nothing beautiful about not being able to fit in a seat in a commercial airline. There is nothing beautiful about congestive heart failure and diabetes. There, there's nothing beautiful about that. But we see how the devil and his psychotic demons have infested and infiltrated the minds of everybody around us and twisted and warped. Like to me, <clears throat> like to me, I think one of the most beautiful manifestations of God's handiwork in terms of beauty, I know that's redundant, but in terms of beauty, is women. Women. Like a beautiful, like my wife. I look at my wife sometimes, like I was, we went out for Mexican the other day and we're sitting across from each other and she's holding my daughter and the sunlight was just hitting her face a certain way. She's got a nice tan from being outside and her eyes, my, my wife's eyes change colors. <clears throat> and they were very vibrantly green uh, in this moment. And I was just looking at her, and her lips looked full. She just looked really healthy, really, like, radiant. And even my little sister, she was with us. She's like, Geneva, you're glowing, glowing. That's that good you-know-what. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ah, you know, I got to take a little credit somewhere. But anyways, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, I, I'm like, this is just God. Thank you. Thank you for this beautiful angel that you have put in my life that I don't deserve. And uh, now who's under attack? Women. Women. You've got these grotesque bearded dudes 
putting on dresses and demanding access to women's spaces. Everything is being flipped upside down. And it's very obvious why. It's very obvious why. It's very easy to control and manipulate a confused, deranged, depraved generation of people. And that's what we're seeing. And why has all of this been allowed to happen? Well, I could sit here and complain about women and how they perpetuate it, because they do. You know, you look at trans activists, abortion activists, uh, all these other activists. And you, who are who are the loudest voices? The white women. The white women are the scourge of the earth right now. This is a plague. But and not all of you. <laughs> Some of the like closest friends, family, and wife are white women. I'm talking about like there's white women and then there's white women. <laughs> You know, there's a distinction there. But I'm not going to blame the women. It's the men's fault. And it's because men started making concessions on beauty. They started making concessions on beauty. And now we find ourselves in this situation where there's no beauty in anything anymore. Everything is manufactured. Everything is cookie cutter. Everything is just... Bad, bad, bad. How many units can we make at the lowest price point? If I could sum it up, that's what it is. How many units can we produce at the lowest possible price point cost for us and the highest margin for profit? And when that's how you think everything you make is cheap, lame, and physically unattractive. I'm just driving right now. I'm just driving through and I'm looking at these buildings and I'm like, all of these buildings are so obviously uninspired everything is why why is everything gray every building i'm passing gray 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 brown gray it's like he was sending me or posting out my friend nate posted pictures of romania on his story yesterday vibrantly colored buildings yellows and oranges and blues and here i am driving down this stretch of road and it's such a shame because everywhere else I look, I see beautiful nature. I'm driving down the road to Foley's right now, just green trees. Oh, <clears throat> gray building. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> gray sign advertising some gray service to gray people. That's what it is. Gray advertising to gray. NPC land. Just a bunch of people like flies bouncing off the inside of the window not realizing it's cracked at the bottom there's a huge escape but you don't want to take it you'd rather slam your stupid insect head off the window pane until you die until your pathetically short miserable existence comes to an end that's how many people live men we've got to bring the beauty back women embrace your feminine side There is nothing more incredible to see than a woman who is in touch truly with her femininity. Tough word to say. Her feminine nature. It's an incredible thing to witness. And you could see in a woman's face how in touch they are with that side of themselves. You know, my wife was always a feminine woman. Luckily, she was raised well. Uh, but especially since having Ada, she's really stepped into that feminine paradigm. Uh, and that, you know, it's pretty cool to see. 
I think the best way to unleash your feminine feminine side as a woman is to get married and have children and be a homemaker and a mother. Well, why can't I go work for another guy other than my husband and have him boss around me, boss me around all day and pay taxes? I need my own bag. I got to get in my bag. I need to get in my bag. I need to go sell my soul for a Gucci purse. My OnlyFans link is in my bio. I know what you all want. Link's in the bio. For the price of a Baconator, you can see my genitals. And my children are probably going to see all these pictures someday. Ah, We're so lost. We're so lost. We're so lost. So broken. And it's not, you know, the guys now too. The guys are these weak, effeminate pushovers, these little <laughs> bird-chested weirdos going to their little nine-to-fives and their little that it's just it's uh it's all it's all so broken. It's also and I'm not trying to just poop on everybody all morning. I, I just I want to wake some of you up to the to the issues here. But no people don't even think about this stuff. The stuff that we're talking about right now people don't even think about. They just think that the way that they're living life is how life is. To just be painfully average until you die. And you see it every morning in the gym with these guys. They got their little checkered button downs and they're tucking them into their khaki pants. And it's the same whitewashed conversations over and over and over and over and over. Well, Jim, my wife let you out of the house this weekend. Oh, yeah, me and the boys, we're going to go play 18 holes. Well, good. Yeah, I got some new golf clubs the other day. Well, how are things going at the office? Oh, well, we got a big project coming up. Yeah, Marcy, we got a, you know, all the kids' college fund. Got to keep it's just. It induces. I get sick to, I'm literally, I'm a little nauseous right now, having had to have said and regurgitate all of that, because that's what these guys, that's what they talk about. It's always the same thing. College fund, project at work, work, golf, the wife. It's just, it's the most. And maybe they're happy. Maybe I'm the idiot. You know what? Maybe I'm the idiot. Like, well, Mike, you're just angry. You've been yelling at us for 20 minutes now. Maybe these guys got something figured out. You know what? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. You know, it's kind of like how these cows are just out, you know, bumping into each other, grazing in the pasture. You don't realize that they're next up for slaughter tomorrow. Now, maybe sometimes ignorance really is bliss. Maybe sometimes it really is. Often it is. (sighs) But there's hope. There's hope. Jesus wins. You know what I mean? Jesus wins, man. And I can't even imagine how beautiful heaven's going to be. We can't even wrap our puny little human brains around it. Can't even, we're going to need That's why we need the uh regenerated bodies and minds before we go into heaven because I don't number one I think we'd die immediately crossing that threshold. But number two, I don't even think we'd be able to comprehend what we're seeing. 
So, exciting stuff. All right, I'm at the gym. I love you guys. Let's get it. Have a great day. Peace.